that song I think of my youth Being out in the waves The sun on my back The wind in my hair Tasting that salt water And feeling the choppiness Of the surf beneath Speaking of chop I've got something with plenty of chop for you It dices, it blends It does it all The Roncomatic Blender Yes sir We've got a lot full of 73 of these bad boys And you can win all of them. Just be the fifth caller when you hear the tone, and you can win all 73 of our Roncomatic blenders. Perfect for this time of the year. Margaritas, been there, done that. Dicing a watermelon, you need not say more. The Roncomatic blender, you can win 73 of them. Fifth caller wins. And this is the new guy on the block. <laughs> Guy on the Block, only on Zima Podcasting Network. Welcome back to another edition of New Guy on the Block. This is episode three for season one. I'm your host as always, Graham Zima. Sitting next to me, Dylan (laughs) Deacon. How you doing, man? Good. How are you doing, Graham? Fantastic. Good to be back here. Uh, Sitting across from him, as always, is my good friend, Charles Arpin. How's it going? As always, doing good. Fantastic. Fantastic. We have a new guest today. Um, he is here. He's a good friend of Charlie and Dylan's. We met at the skate park. Where we're doing promotional events for this show. Dylan Depri, how you doing, man? Good. People call me Dillo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. So at first we had two Grams in the studio. Now we got two Dylans. So it's, it's kind of weird how these things shape up. But uh, topic for today's episode is going to be, it was originally going to be skate lingo, but we're going to combine that with skate park experiences sort of the flow of skate park for people that maybe aren't as familiar because the nice thing about this show is we're going to get people that are listening that are skaters who know these types of situations know that type of environment we're also going to get people on this show that aren't as familiar so that's why we have people like you here dylan two dylan's Dylan's and charlie and myself graham's email so let's kick this thing off um what was the first skate park that and we can start with Dylan, the Dylan Debris, and then we'll go around here. What was the first skate park that you ever skated at? Um, well, I'm from Green Bay, so first skate park is Joanny's. It's actually an old, uh, yeah, it's Charles Laughs. Joanny's. It is a doozy. She's uh, actually built in an old pool, and uh, it's a lot of tranny. It, it can be fun, but it's also super sketch because it's, like, not in a great part of town either. So. Um, you know, I've I've seen mass fights, but I've also seen dope tricks. But it was it was a it was a good time. Uh, For people that are not familiar, what is tranny? Tranny is uh just to sh- see the lingo there, the uh, short term for transition or like vert walls, bowls, okay. bowls, mini ramps, any kind of any okay. change in the transition from flat going up a wall. Yeah, oh, okay. that Dylan's bomb at it. Other Dylan there. I'm <laughs> I, I, yeah. I'm getting there. How about for you, Charlie? What was the first skate park you skated uh, at? 
worth. Ooh. I've heard so, some bad things. Another doozy. So, uh, <laughs> seems like you guys all started at like the sketchiest places. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, it's, it's similar to uh, the skate park that Dylan mentioned. It it's just like built. The worst type of skate parks are when it's just one big bowl and then things that happen around it, mm-hmm. and that's both of these. I think Joannis might be sketchier. Johnny's is definitely sketchy. Just Lots of cracks. I, I skated it twice and I wanted to die. I'm a fucked up train. But, <laughs> but worth, not gonna lie. Worth like I went there because my parents were at the swimming pool next to it, and then I, we went over there afterward. Uh, <clears throat> I started reversing that in years to come. When I'd go, I'd go to the skate park and then buy an admission ticket to the pool and just go like dive in. Yeah. That was fun. I missed those days. Those were pretty sick. Yeah, but um, yeah, worth. And it was quite the interesting experience. And then I think four seasons after that, because I'm from Tosa. So, okay. How about for you, Dylan? Or other Dylan? Mine was good old Delafield. Oh, I love okay. Delafield. The I Deli days. Prefab. Yeah, big prefab, which again, the lingo, it's a prefabricated park. So it was just built on a piece of big slab of concrete and then the ramps were put in after like afterwards so it's just a big they're wooden they're made they're black so it's a black skate light and this is a big park there right off the highway i love delafield to this day i like it yeah. such a fun park they get hot in the summer though oh yeah no shade big black ramps I, I didn't get to skate it until like after you know it was mm, like maybe 10 years or so so i got it when there was holy and oh we've had problems with the like, city with those holes there's holes all oh. over it and some of the I'm just, I don't know. I'm not big on prefab parks. So, <laughs> yeah. like, the ramps up to stuff, the rails are too short on some of the stuff. Mini ramps, beautiful, though. But, the tr- again, the tranny is nice. Super nice there. I like that It's got ramp. those nice little rails, too. Yeah. Those are fun, too. Oh, yeah. the rails are fun. Little mini yeah. mani pad. Yeah. You can learn stuff it, it's on. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fun. It's a good it's place a good to learn it. It's I a great think, place to learn. I think all these parks, because they were kind of, like, trashly built in the OOs, like the Millennium, you know, around the whole Tony Hawk, let's build skate park things. Like every place has their like half, half-ass skate park. We all learn different styles of skating. And that's why we all have the same, the different styles we do. Yeah, I agree with that. Well, the <clears throat> I know that Worth, I just learned this fact. Around the skate park, there's like patches of grass. And they, they didn't used to have that. The park was going to be extended to the outside, which would make it better. Because all the ramps are too steep. Uh, but the city argued that they wanted a place for families to like sit if their kids were skating. So they put that in, but now people are smart and just put like no fence around a skate park yeah. because you don't need a fence around a skate but the park. The problem with that, what happened with that with worth was instead of just changing the dimensions and all the ramps, they squished it down. Like when you don't size a photo on Photoshop and just make it like elongated. So all of the ramps are too steep for what they should be. Cause if they were at that original dimensions, they'd be fine, but they yeah. just squished it down. That's kind of what makes it a little sketchy. Definitely. In terms of, you know, when, when you're going to these skate parks, what to, you, what to you do you value more? The community of skaters that congregate there or the actual setup of the skate park itself? Um, well, I'm a, I'll just be blunt. Like, I could give two shits about the people. It's mostly about the park. The people come second. Like, sometimes some, like, smaller towns, they just, like, they just locals only and that's okay yeah i just like do my tricks i film with my friends we film whatever if we're gonna film and you know it was just another day at the, a different park but 
Um, yeah, like a really bad park just brings really bad vibes, especially if nobody's feeling it and you made like a 45-hour trip and you're like, man, because yeah. I've done it. I don't know about you guys. Well, the problem with bad parks is a lot of the times in the park's bad, there's no skaters. So the people who hang out at those parks aren't skateboarders, and they're just people who are trying to, like, act tough. And then you go there to actually skate, and it's just a bunch of people talking shit and trying to get in your face because they're trying to act hard because no one skates the park because it sucks. Where is Estabrook? Welcoming community, for Very sure. welcoming. Yeah, best yeah. Community. Super cool. I think that's why I like it a lot, too. I mean, I like the park a lot. It's fun. It's rough, you know? Yeah. But it's the fact that <clears throat> you can go there at any point in in the day from like 9 a.m. to right before dark. There's going to be someone there that you know well if you've been skating there. How'd you first come across Estabrook? Well, I think we all we all are UWM students, so we all okay. came here. Yeah. I found it through – I just had friends who like told me about it, and I ended up just skating there from the dorms and finding it and then just – slowly started going to it before and this was before i started going to school at uwm like 2012 so it was like still in the early stages of where it's at now these guys came like what 20 well i i actually are you been there earlier yeah i mean since i'm a skate nerd but i'm also a local skate nerd so like i would watch any video that i saw that was like local i found out about estabrook from Channing's videos. Okay. Because yeah. I saw those in like eighth grade because they were big. Yeah. Like he was kind of uploading a lot at the time. And uh, shout out to my good pal, Chris Eicher, uh, who also made some really good Estabrook videos Definitely. back in the day. So those, I saw it and I was like, oh, where's that? My uh-huh. mom was like, it's in Shorewood. I went there once, like in 2010, and it was just a shithole. <laughs> like, just like. That's when they had wooden ramps there, though. Yeah, and the mini ramp, no and bombs yeah. hanging the out under the mini. Like, when Graham came with us, like, all the concrete there was not there. It was just, like, pieces of wood. And it looked like there were like there was that one uh, place, that one part of the, the park that you had said had been put up a few months ago that was already starting to fall oh, apart. Oh, yeah, it was, just, it was just untreated wood. I mean, it, you can't really do anything with that. No, the, you were in Wisconsin. Yeah. What do you, like, it's going to happen. You After can't put something that, yeah. Spring. They knew it was going to happen, too. That's only temporary. So having wood there is just kind of stupid. But, the, but, yeah, it's like, uh, finally they put in all that concrete. But, yeah, it was when I came in, literally the first day on the dorm, my homie Cole, who you worked mm-hmm. with at the, uh, the janitor thing. Yep. We were skating. We were going to go to Walmart, and then on the way back, we were like, whoa, Estabrook's, like, literally right here. And then we decided to skate it that day. Film some clips. <laughs> Still got them. Yeah. Just to give some context to people, where is Estabrook? And we say UWM, we mean the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee. But uh, just to give a shout-out to them, where exactly sure. is that? It's um, right off of Capitol in Shorewood. If you keep going past, like, Culver's that's down that way, you turn into Estabrook Park, and it's right behind the beer garden. There's a big beer garden that usually plays live music and stuff. Keep going past there. There's a little abandoned tennis court that the skate park's in. They charge way too much for beers there. Come to the skate park. We'll hook you up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we always got beer. We always Always got to hook up. Well, that was one of the things I wanted to ask you um, about. You you had mentioned it, or one of you had mentioned about the type of people that, that show up to skate parks. Obviously, majority are going to be skaters, but there are the people that do come there that are not skaters. How do people that are skateboarders react to people? Unless, I mean, obviously, if they're close friends, it's one thing, but like randos that show up <laughs> that them. don't skate... <laughs> Yeah, I'll just ignore them. Yeah. Like, if it's, someone's not skating, like, I'll usually, if someone's not skating, doing their thing, I'll ignore them. It's not like I'll heckle them or anything. Like, I don't and, give someone a hard nice time. And if they're nice to me. If they're nice to me. Do people heckle no. them at points? 
No. So it depends. No. I, there was, I remember in like 2016 when the Pokemon Go phase came on, oh, yeah. someone put up, there was a Pokestop at our skate park and people would walk through with their phones and we'd kind of make jokes at them like, get that Pikachu or something. They'd kind of run off. But I wouldn't really heckle people unless they're heckling me because some people will come to like parks, like I said, that aren't very good well, like, just to talk shit and be hard ass. But when they're doing that, that's another story. Yeah. <clears throat> Usually it's like, Yo, my bad, Jack. I mean, to cut you off. But usually when I'm, like, if it's people outside the fence, they're, they're like, parents or random, like, the guy taking a walk, just watching. And usually, like, the look on their face is, like, in awe that there's this setup. Like, usually people, people are... People know like, about it. Yeah, people are very intent in watching, like... I don't know. Shoot, I'll try to cruise some lines, land some tricks for people. Why not put on a show? I don't yeah, know. I'll do the same thing sometimes. Right? You There's know, a like, crowd for them, and you're yeah. like, oh, I'll, I'll give them what they want. Yeah, it's definitely something people haven't seen. Um, no, yeah, and uh, I had to get my thoughts together. Someone else can talk. I have a few <laughs> things. I have a few things I'm trying to gather up. All right, next on the line, Graham. Well, I was just gonna ask then. You know, going into these skate parks for somebody that is going into their let's say first skate park, what is like first thing they should know going into that type of environment? Park etiquette. Know when to go, know your surroundings, just be be or attentive. Just the first time you go to a skate park and you're young, just spend some time watching. Yeah, I know? agree. That's, 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 that's what That I ties do. into the yeah. park etiquette though because yeah. when you're watching someone do something, you learn the flow of it, you know where people are going because that's the biggest thing that's going to get people like pissed off at you is if you're snaking someone where you just cut people off. You yeah. want to know where people are going. You kind of just want to be attentive of, oh, this person's kind of skating this. Let's get in line. It's just taking turns. That's the biggest thing. Also, uh, like people sit on ledges and those are things yes. you yep. People will sit on obstacles not realizing it's an obstacle and usually i'll just be like hey can you move please but after a while if you're being asked and you're not doing it or you just constantly keep getting in the way i'll be you know a i'm gonna be bit, salty i'll be a little yeah. more harsh with little kids i'm i'm not very you know I'll just it all, yeah i think age is a big factor with it if it's someone who's seven years old cruising around the park or someone who's 17 yeah. Well, the, and like Dylan said with the people on the ramps, there's always that one obstacle at a skate park that kind of, if there aren't benches, that turns into it. Yeah. So like at worth that sea ledge, that's just like, that's a bench, that's a bench yeah. for people. But yeah, I usually, I used to call them, uh, I, I, specifically when I go to Stalis, people will bring tons of girls to the park and they'll just like surround the park and sit on all the obstacles uh, I call them the skate Bettys of West Dallas. Dog and <laughs> Green like, Bay, we just call them Ramp Ramp I call them Ramp Ramps, Ramps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Horrible, yeah. horrible name, they but just it fits, it's terrible. and it's funny. Yeah, and they, they drink their... <laughs> monsters. Brisks and monsters, yeah. And Smoking they just, their cigarettes yeah. they stole Newport, from their parents. Newport 100. They're yeah. a hassle. You gotta get <laughs> them off. Crushes. And their Osiris shoes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a specific etiquette. breed, man. <clears throat> it really is. How much time was there between the like the moment you learned how to skateboard and the moment you went into your first skate park? And why did you wait as long as you did? Immediately for me. I'm not, yeah, okay. Yeah, I was about a year. Uh, I lived kind of out in the country, and my parents were like, wouldn't bring me. So it was like two years, basically. So yours was a matter of location? Yeah, yeah, basically. But I had like, my dad built me like a, nice little quarter pipe out of some old uh plywood and stuff and then like a rail made out of like an old swing set so that's like if anybody ever watches my skating i skate a lot of like random tranny and rails that's what i grew up skating for the first two years of my life 
Okay. Or, you know, of skate career. Do you think some of that, like, DIY type of aspect to your early career helped you in the long run in a lot of ways? Sort of got you more familiar with the way that skating works? Uh, yeah. Yeah, no. I guess I feel like, and I don't want to just keep going back to Esta, but I think, like, it did set me up. So when I did move here and I stopped skating like park park and started skating more like a street park that I was more comfortable skating some sketchy stuff. And if you ask these guys, they know I'll set up some gnarly stuff. Oh, and- yeah. I think it goes back to like what you said of the parks that you skate in, like the environment you got into turns into like what the skater you are now. Like if you watch us skate Estabrook, we'll skate this. All three of us will skate the same park differently. Mm-hmm. Like you'll be setting stuff up on stuff, being creative. Charles will be doing the most nut stuff on flat ground and on the parking block rail. And then I'll just be like trying to find the flow through the quarter pipes. It's the same park, but we're all skating it differently. Are there people that skate exclusively on the street and don't really find themselves in the park too oh, yeah. often? This guy. <clears throat> you? I- no, I, I always, I love skate parks. And after filming this video, I heard Felix say the other day, I've never wanted to skate like Madison more than I do right now. <laughs> and I, I really feel that because I, I grew up <clears throat> like without a skate park in my hometown. We had to travel. So other than four seasons, which is a sketchy park, honestly, at times like yeah. ramp wise, uh, my friends and I started skating street ASAP and we started filming our first video part sophomore year of high school finished it senior year so like all throughout when i was really skating it was in the streets and now since i skate esta so much and film in the street when i go to like a nice skate park i need to like adapt to it true is there a challenge sometimes if you've been skating consistently on the street for long periods of time and you haven't been in a skate park is it weird to make that transition because it's too nice okay (laughs) yeah all of a sudden you're just like whoa this is so good because milwaukee's streets are pretty rough Dog, Milwaukee spots, what I've learned shooting this video for the past six months is there will always be one thing wrong that will mess with your head the entire time. It can be a crack. It can be the run up. It can be the landing. It could be something's a little crooked. It could be, dude, there's never anything perfect here. It makes it so much gnarlier. Interesting. Where do you feel more open to try things out is it street environment or is it more of the skate parks for me it's the parks parks i say learn at the the parks learn at the park bring it to the street that's kind of my mentality sometimes sometimes it just works so i've landed tricks in the streets i've never done at a park in my entire life but usually it's like practice it at the park and then bring it to the streets. i'm also such a transition skater though that when we find a spot in the streets, it's very rare. So it's yeah. like, oh, I got to do something that I know I can do. So it's mostly for me, it's the parks. I hang out at all the parks. I've worked at two indoor parks in the state. So it's always, for me, it goes back to a park. It's just that whole scene of it. Did you ever have a trick at one of these skate parks that just, for whatever reason, you couldn't get right and you stuck with it and you stuck with it. And at the end, you just eventually gave up on it almost oh, every day. There's okay, always something that I'm thing. like, I'm going to try that. And then you just... Go down. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I don't want to try that anymore. And then maybe well, a year later, you'll come and get back to it. Yeah, because we talk so much about like overcoming obstacles. You have something, you stick with it, you be persistent, and you finally get it right. But has there ever been one where you're just like, either for safety reasons or you just can't take the failure of it anymore, that you just had to say, you know what? I'm done. Let's move on. Let's try something else. Yeah. 
Yeah, it just can't, it, you start to hate skating if you just stay at the same trick sometimes. Like, okay. I don't want to just not be happy when I'm skating. Sometimes I'll just be skating so hard at one trick that I'll be pulling my hair out, and I don't want to be, like, breaking my board and hating myself. It's just like, okay, I got to take that cool-down period. And sometimes it's a week, sometimes it's an hour, sometimes it's a year. Well, like, our boy Jake tried a trick for this video five different occasions at, like, three hours apiece mm-hmm. each time, and he never got it. Same. But like he was bleeding Oof. on that third on that third try for that fakey hard flip yeah. he was trying. He took his shirt off and was like he was just like screaming, and he landed like really badly and like cut his side open and was like bleeding all over his hand and like he just kept going for it and kept going for it and like I knew at some point like it was just time he yeah. had to call it because it was just it looked like it was bringing a lot out of him. What's that mindset like? Like when when you're we are when you are in that sort of like rage mode, like internal worst. rage mode. Yeah, I don't even know how that's me. See, I don't get that the... as much at skate parks. Do you get racing thoughts? Or are you just so consumed by the anger? I'll get consumed by it, but then I feel like you figure out sometimes not even the anger that makes me stop. You just get in your own head. You just start thinking, I can't do this. I can't do this. And when you get that thought in your head, you're just not gonna do it. It happens a lot. In the yeah, streets. that happens yeah. a lot. You're just like, I can't do this trick. What the hell am I even doing? But then you. You just got to take that period because when you start getting those thoughts in your head, sometimes it's even worse than the anger and everything. I feel like I'm the loudest one here at the park as anybody. I yell a lot, but that's just my personality. I'm always yelling, either happy or sad. Ever, or bra- ever broke a board before? Oh, t- <laughs> oh broke it. Oh. Yeah, like, broken or focused? This oh, goes back to the dude. lingo. Oh, yes. Yeah, focused dude, out of anger. I've, I've literally done it in my driveway in front of my grandma. That was how pissed I was at this trick. I, <laughs> straight up i focused a like, good like three boards oh for real yeah. like i focused. focused a few i don't really anymore because you know i got Money. student loans yeah. so <laughs> Money. well i imagine yeah. you have to collect yourself uh, after you sort of simmer down you're like oh, crap, oh now i got dude, a broken it's board an, it's an instant bummer like yeah. you regret it or even throwing your board like you're trying oh, yeah. something and you throw it and like it nosedives and you crack it like i've been just insta so mad all that anger just goes out of you like you snap that board you hear that noise of it cracking you're like oh it, it actually did yeah yeah you're like it actually cracked but sometimes i've cr- like broken a board because like i just needed to stop myself like yeah. at a street spot like i've done it where i'm just like we're done i can't try this anymore like it's not happening in like this whole like like exactly like jake d i've went, went back to the spot like five times didn't get it and that's like super it bugged me for like it still bugs me i i wanted that like it i don't know it still bugs me not like haunts me in my dreams but i'm just like man like i was so close multiple times and we spent at least maybe a total of like 10 hours there like i don't know it almost feels like wasted time and energy but it's not but no but it's not but it, it was feels fun. like it but it's it, not it, it, but it was fun the whole pro the process is fun it always but is. It, Win or lose, you yeah. always, you always have to find doing some it, fun you know? out of it. Exactly. Yeah. That's the thing. You always go back to it. The, the financial aspect of skating, you know, break, whether it's breaking skateboards, investing in other types of equipment, what is the real financial implications of skateboarding for all of you? I'm sure it kind of varies between the three of you. That's but... where the indoor skate parks come into play. Yeah. How so? Because skating in the winter is expensive. 
Does. Yeah, if you're not in or like, yeah. I'm blessed to have, like I said, worked at two indoor skate parks in the state. So I can go up to Green Bay where I worked and skate whenever I want for free. I can go to the park in Milwaukee. I work skate for free. So it's, I have, I count my blessings with that one. But there's people who don't have a membership and want to skate once a week. You got to pay 12 bucks just to skate in the winter and living in Wisconsin. Shit. If you don't want, if you want to skate. Yeah. That's why necessary. Familiar HQ is the shit because it's 10 bucks. And even that's better than 12. Like, I don't know the price, like one year I just skimped out on Christmas presents and folk, like, I was like, whatever, everybody gives gift cards. Cause I need money to skate. Yeah. Like, but I, I really like, you can get memberships and stuff, but it also depends on like, I don't know. During the winter, your bones like I get. Sometimes the you, the lack of encouragement to skate, no less sun. I'm always sore because I already have pre existing injuries. You just get that winter blues too. Yeah. You're like, do I want to? Because none of, in the city. If you want to go to Cream City, it's still like a 25 minute drive. Yeah, yeah. so For basically anywhere you're at. Yeah, so it's like, ah, do I want to drive 25 minutes and pay? It's. I haven't yeah. I haven't been to Four Seasons since that uh, contest. Like a year, yeah. remember that that we judged? Yeah. But I guess you were saying the my bad. We got off on a tangent. But the financials of it, like shoes and boards, in that costs money. Like that's honestly, you can get dope clothes and stuff. I used to, but now I I just mostly care about skating. Not really like the other outside stuff, shirts and hats, but. Yeah, it adds up. When those situations arise, like you were talking about, like having to sort of skip out on Christmas presents yeah. and, and really just go and save your money towards skating, is that something that you, is that is that difficult for you? Or are you able to just be like, you know what, that's the way it has to be. I love skateboarding so much. It's like a sport. That, yeah. It's, it's like, just it, what we do. Yeah. If you need new shoes and it's you have like hundred dollars. It, it's part of the budget. Them. It's part, It definitely I, is. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I think we all probably put, a, a decent like you know amount of cash to the side for skate stuff every month yeah. if i can it's i try just, i try to make stuff last as long as i can yes for sure yeah is it something that every skater really has to do is they have to sort of set aside that you know if, if they're going to be doing it consistently like you guys all do is it something that they have to set aside a certain amount or are people able to get by by doing it for virtually nothing you can yeah find hand-me-downs you can like Again, I've worked, like saying, working at two parks, I've been floated product before, which, again, I'm very blessed with. But besides that, it's just keeping it, yeah. Like Rory, yeah, he always finds a way. You either find hand-me-down or, like I said, you can get in with the scene and maybe mm. you're lucky enough to pull the straw where you can get some product. But those are the only ways you can go through virtually yeah. cost-free. Also, like, you know, if you're good enough, you can start going the flow route, try to get a little shop hookup through a local shop, and they'll hook you up with some shoes and flow. You know, if you're good enough, go am, take it to some contests and start actually trying to make a career out of it. That's cool. That's how you get some free stuff. Like, I was on Flow for a while. Just getting some shoes. My buddy still gets shoes from America here and there up in Green Bay. He oh, kills it. Oh, that rep's it. super nice. Yeah, he's he, super he cool. He kills it. Really nice guy. Yeah. yeah. Last thing before we wrap up here, I want to ask you, what is the best and worst thing about, we're going back to skate parks here, what's the mm -hmm. best and the worst aspect of skate parks? Mm -hmm. If you had to choose just two. Best is for me is that it exists. <laughs> that, like that I have Simple a place that, just for skateboarding. It's like a gym for skating. Uh, but the worst aspect of a skate park, 
when they're shitty. I think the best part of the aspect of a skate park is it's a place for skaters. You're gonna run to a lot of people you know. It's a great. You can, like I said, you can find a way that you can skate it. It's fun. You're not gonna get hassled. The worst part, probably scooters. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pro- I'm, I'm gonna be real. It's it's scooters. There's been that. I'm curious. Oh, so no, that's a whole that's episode. a huge that's, that's a, a huge thi- oh no, that's okay. a huge thing because scootering's like the new. There's there's an article written in Rolling Stone about scootering. You can go on their website about scootering being the new action sport for this generation because it's easy. You have your handlebars. You can find your tricks. You can go to the skate park and do it. Whatever, if you're getting good at it, but there's so many people who just you're like, oh, I'm gonna drop my kids off at the park, don't know have any, don't have any park etiquette, don't know what they're doing, and they're just cutting people off. They're just being a nuisance. That's probably the worst part of it. But yet again, I've met some, I met some kids who scooter who are you know respectful kids and stuff. And yeah, then you let them do some their dumb thing. Scooters. You guys seem to be on board with this whole scooter thing, but I want to ask you, uh, other Dylan here, uh-huh. like, what what is what are those annoying aspects of skate parks and and some of the more satisfying aspects? Um, best and it, I, I, no, I'm gonna start with my worst because I think these guys it's kind of outside the box, but I think the worst thing about a skate park is when you're trying to go out and film and you get stuck there. <laughs> I think that's the worst part about a skate park is you you want to start pushing yourself to go out in the streets and get footage, but you're stuck at the park because everybody keeps showing up and it's, it's not, it's like a good bad, but I thought that was something different because I, sometimes we try to get out in the streets and film and we're just sitting at Esta for five hours, you know? But the best part is it's a community like full on. Um, Even like, if you went up to like some of the spots we used to skate up in green or like in the the Bay area, like the two rivers, even though they don't have a community anymore, they did have one at one time because of the skate park. And it really doesn't matter where you're at. If there is a skate park, there is some kind of community of skaters. And I think that's the coolest thing about them. I mean, yeah, look at Jabasso now in yeah. Green Bay. There's so many kids when I worked there who met all of their friends, met everyone they know who they spend their day-to-day life with just at the skate yeah. park. And these are kids, and you're watching them, like, grow up, and you're like, they're still five years later, probably still going to be friends. Mm-hmm. Like, three years later, I still see kids who, when I worked there three years ago, are still, like, best friends. So it's really cool to even see from an older aspect that it still is that community. I think pretty much in general that's how it works. Like, I'm still friends with everybody I met at the skate park growing up, like, the dudes I would like constantly skated with. It's like crazy watching everybody grow up, have kids and stuff. And I'm still sitting here pushing. Like you kind of mentioned earlier and you learn all these different styles from all these different mm-hmm. skate parks. So if you go to as many of them as you possibly can, you're going to get all these different pieces of information from each one, which in the long run, is just going to make you a better skater from what it sounds like. Yeah. Well, I think that's excellent guys. Um, I appreciate it as always. Um, Dylan, we'll have you on here, obviously, sure. for the next episode, but it's always a pleasure. Thanks. Um, we'll, we'll leave this with uh, some social plugs. We will start with you, uh, other Dylan here. And uh, if you have an Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, where you post some of your skate videos, sure. this is the time to plug it. Uh, you can check me out at DeLaWilla920. Also, check out, <laughs> check out my boy up in Green Bay, uh, Green Bay OTC Skate Shop. Uh, you can follow him on Instagram. They got some dope stuff. You know, feel free to visit GB, guys. There's some spots. We'll treat you good up there. All right. How about you, Charlie? Uh, it's the same as always. I know that it's long past the date when this will be released, but Broke Off uh, is coming out on Friday. I don't know when he's putting it on the internet, but I'm sure it'll be like a few weeks. Absolutely. Shout out, Jeremy. Shout out, Jeremy, of course. Uh, and Just whole, to give more context. The whole crew. Okay. 
the the Friday this upcoming Friday. What date is that? Is that June twenty eighth? June twenty eighth. Okay, yeah. June twenty eighth, twenty nineteen. For people that are listening here uh, later on in July, uh, broke off is going to be featuring a lot of the members of New Guy on the Block. So, um, oh yeah, that's everyone awesome. here that recorded mm-hmm. the last few episodes has at least one clip in it. Fantastic. We got a lot of footage. Yeah. All right, Dylan Deacon. How um, about you? Again, want to plug all the local scenes. Plug. Uh, Cream City Skate Park in Butler, Jabasso up in Green Bay, Sky High in Bayview, Phase 2 out here in Wauwatosa, and I guess take some time to plug myself, just Dylan underscore Deacon on Instagram if you want to see some of my skating. That's about it. Fantastic. Well, I want to give a shout out once again to High Five Studio where we record this show. Um, Everybody here is fantastic, and uh, we're so blessed that we're able to do this here. Also, Zero Undiscovered, um, our business partners uh, for Zima Podcasting Network, for making all of the video content for us possible. Um, I don't know if everybody here saw the trailer for the show, Mm -hmm. but... uh, Looks absolutely fantastic oh, and would good. not have been possible without their contribution. And this whole show really would not have been possible without their contribution. Uh, outside of that, be sure to follow Zima Podcasting Network on any one of the major social media outlets. Also search up any one of our shows on wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find me on social media as well. With that being said, this has been another edition of New Guy in the Block. We'll see you here next time. I'm Graham Zima.